it's Everything's Relative. I'm Eve Sturgis. This is a podcast about the world of the the, uh, mail-in DNA tests and how it's affecting people. Sometimes in good ways, sometimes in bad ways, but we are focused on people who are surprised by the results either way. Uh, so, um, so hi. So I'm recording this episode ahead of time, and you, I'm assuming you guys know that I do that. Uh, so that is about to become relevant to our experience together for two reasons. One is, um, tomorrow for me, for me, (laughs) tomorrow for me, um, but yesterday for you is the 4th of July. So this episode is launching July 5th, Friday. So yesterday was the 4th of July for you, but it, for me, it's tomorrow. Um, and I had done all this work to get an episode ready, and it was all queued up and edited and finished and ready to rock. So I wasn't worried about tomorrow. But then I was working on a different interview, and I realized that I needed to change my whole schedule. So today, we're going to play the interview I had with a woman named Denise instead of what I had planned on. And that doesn't really matter to you because that's all behind the scenes stuff. But it just felt <laughs> it felt important to talk about for some reason late last night going, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, we need to change all of this because I need to t- we need to talk about Denise. She was so lovely and calm when she told me the wildest story. Um, she was so calm that the wildness of it almost passed me by. Like in my memory, I was like, I was, I I had to like really think about it on the drive home. Um, So, and realize how kind of crazy and wild it is. So, um, but the reason that we're playing it right now is because the important thing is that her story really comes together and all the pieces fall into place for her on July 4th, 2018. So we are here this week. Um, is Denise's one-year anniversary of of how her, the, like, the understanding of herself and her family as she knew it changed forever or began to change forever. Um, so I hope that this is not a, a, a sad or bad or stressful anniversary for her, but I wanted to acknowledge it. I remember for me when the one-year mark came, um, it was just, I don't know, it, it sort of inadvertently caused a lot of like reflection so um wishing denise you know a happy a happy holiday weekend and um hoping she's getting through it and i hope i get to touch base with her again soon about how things have been so the other reason that it's kind of important to know that i'm recording these episodes ahead of time is um so remember guys how i'm pregnant uh, it's still happening. We're almost to the finish line, but if I'm being honest, uh, it's getting harder and harder to have the energy for almost anything. Um, so we have decided that we're going to hammer out the rest of these episodes way ahead of time. And that won't really matter to you, except that my like little intros and outros, like right now when I'm talking, those will not be so timely. They'll be a little bit more, um, sort of just general, like here, and I'm gonna talk about this person and this is what we talked about in the store, you know, whatever. I'll just, there'll be a little bit less, um, I don't know, like, like real time. So just consider it a kind of like impromptu maternity leave while you listen to the next like five or six episodes. And there'll be a little break um, after that, because uh, assuming um, (laughs) I'm assuming that I will have a baby um, and we'll be readjusting. But um, I'll try to keep you updated on all of that. And the best way to stay updated is to follow my Instagram, which is Instagram at everything's relative podcast. Does all of that make sense? Let me know if you need clarification, please. Uh, But all you really need to know, all you need to know today is that uh, my talk is with Denise. Don't be fooled by her demeanor. Buckle up, folks, for a wild tale. This is Everything's Relative. I'm Eve Sturgis. Welcome to episode six. I'm just going to start recording just so that we have the tape going. We okay. don't have to worry about it. I will edit it. Um, <laughs> we won't have all of our, like, all of our chit-chat included. Um, so I'm here with Denise. 
I'm in a library. We're in a room um, we were just discussing. We feel like we're in a fishbowl. It's kind of a glass, <laughs> a glass study room in <laughs> a library. But they've been kind enough to give it to us for two hours. So um, we're just going to talk about your experience, whether it's like, whether you call it an NPE experience or a DNA discovery. What do you call it? How do you describe it to people? Um, a nightmare? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's okay, too. NPE. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't, um, my story is a little crazy because it actually started in 2009 mm -hmm. when a girl came forward saying that my dad was her dad. Okay. And um, so... I already have questions. Up to that point, were your parents married? They're still married. Still married. Mm -hmm. But this girl came forward. And was mm -hmm. she older or younger she than you? She is... Um, we are 21 days apart. Oh, okay. <laughs> so basically All right. the same I have age. a lot of questions that probably your mother and you had. So, okay. All right. So she came forward 2009 and said... She wrote letters and um, said, I, my, I think I'm looking for Frank. Uh -huh. I'm not going to say last name. And um, I believe he's my father. And so I call my brother because I didn't want to upset my mom. So you she contacted me? you. She sent us letters. She, my brother got one. I got one. Apparently she had been sending them to everybody okay. with the last name. Thorough. Yeah. Thorough. Okay. So, um, well, she had been looking since she was 18. So, um, so um, I called my brother, you know, because I, I didn't want to upset my mom. And so we talked about it. And then I decided to call her. And so I called her and, you know, I was listening to the story and I'm like, okay, hey, this is... You Sandy. called the girl, not your mom. Deborah. The sister. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, listened to her story, and it was just sounding like, you know, this, this sounds like it could have happened. It was tracking. Yeah. So then my brother and I, we went to our parents and sat down and talked. My dad denied it. Um, he, he just denied it. My mom was upset, this, that. Um, she wanted him to take a DNA test. The, the Deborah. Deborah did. Yeah. And he didn't want to. So we were like ready to take his toothbrush, take, you know, hair, whatever we could mm -hmm. do to do it. So they did a straight paternity test. And um, they, it was an at-home one, though. And the results came back that he was not the father. And Oh, she was wrong. Well, no, but at this <laughs> okay. point in time, okay. Okay. we okay. thought, okay. Sorry. yes, Sorry. she was wrong. So, um, and at this time, you know, I had talked to her a couple times, and I, I felt really bad listening to how she grew up. And, you know, I just, I felt bad, like I was drawn to her. And um, so it came back, but she wasn't. And, you know, everything went on. And then I think it was about... Much to your dad's relief. And yeah, because he denies relief. At this time, he's still denying that he never slept with her mother. Mm -hmm. So my parents, they were dating for nine years. They were getting ready to have a wedding, and he had um, he. They lived in Boston. Um, he was right out of school. They had a um, he had a job offer in Boston and a job offer in L.A. And he didn't want to be in the snow. So he went down to LA. So he was down here for a couple months before, came back. So he met, you know, so came back and they got married the end of September. So, um, you know, so I, I just felt bad for her. So I, I don't know what happened. I just, her thought, I, she popped into my head and it was like 2012. And okay, so the DNA test said, or the paternity test mm -hmm. said, like, no, he's not the dad. It and was, was 99.99% not the father. No, and so you just, you guys were like, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. Continue on your journey. Yeah. We'll all just go on with our yeah. lives. Okay. So 2012, three years later, yeah. you. I opened Pandora's box <laughs> and I um, message her and I'm like, did you ever find your dad? And she says, no, I still believe that 
he's my dad. And I'm like, but you guys did a DNA test. She goes, I just, I just don't know about that. And I'm like, if you want to buy a DNA test, I'll take a DNA test. She lives in Albuquerque. So she was down on vacation. So I met her up in Carlsbad. My brother wanted nothing to do with this. He's like, I don't, I'm not going to take it. He was happy to close that door. Yeah. So I went down, met her, my husband and I, and she resembled my cousins back east. And I'm like, this is weird, you know. So did the DNA test, the results come back. We did 23 and me. Mm -hmm. Results come back and it says we're not related. So I'm like, you know, she goes, I just feel that he's my dad. And I'm like, well, you need to move on because he's not. Here you have two tests. <laughs> right. Ooh, okay. And I'm like, you're going to have to like try to move on and figure it out, you know? And so that didn't go very well. Cause then, you know, there was, well, I know your dad slept with my mom. And I'm like, regardless if they slept together, you didn't, you're not, right. we're not related. And I never opened up the authenticity part of my test. I just, you know, see, no, it was just related. about that. It was just about yeah, Deborah. I wasn't, I didn't think anything of myself. So that was 2012. So off and on, I would check, I checked in, I think a little bit later because she had some names and I remember one of them was Caputo and I was like, Oh, did you find anybody, you know? And it was like always no, no, no. And then 2016, she started matching on ancestry with some of the family members on my dad's side. So uh -huh. yeah. And she sent an email to me and she said, have you told um, Frank that I'm matching up with his family? And I said, no, I haven't. I said, I go, I don't understand this. You know, we have two tests da, 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 da. and you know, and then she said something, she goes, you know, I think you need to look at your, your results because I noticed you don't have Italian in you. And I'm like, oh, that's strange, you know, so I didn't think anything of it. Okay, I'm like one step ahead of you and realizing where this is going. Okay. So I was getting ready to have, I had, in the past four years, I've had like three major operations. So I didn't even open it. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I remember it was like 4th of July, 2016, and we're going to my mom's and I see this post from like my grandmother's sister. She's like in her nineties and she goes, Carol, there's a, on right on Facebook, right Carol, on there's a girl saying that she's Frank's daughter, or Kate's, Katie's granddaughter. And so I message her and I'm like, you know, we know who that is. Just don't talk to her. Cause you know, we've done DNA, this and that. So I got there, I said something to my mom. And so, you know, my dad called my aunt and, you know, was cleared like, it yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on. So, um, this past June, so I was supposed to talk with her and then with the surgeries, I couldn't. So in June, I, my husband, well, my husband's adopted and he was getting ready to do a DNA test to see if we could find out, you know, anything about him. So I had like joined DNA detectives and adoption search, all these things. So I was like already looking in all this stuff. Well, I seen this post on DNA detectives that she wrote and basically saying, Are you searching for her in it or is it just came no, up and you saw it and, you're and like, I oh, there it. she is again. Okay. Yeah. And it, it, cause it was like, I think that somebody else took his, this test and it wasn't him. And I was like, was like, are you kidding me? You know, I'm like, what is wrong? And um, so I write on there, no, my, there was two witnesses. It was him, you know, da, 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 da. And so I started looking into everything. And then I go into mine and I see that I am 50% Jewish. And I'm like, you know, I'm just, I, I don't even think at that point I was thinking he wasn't my dad. Um, like I told my husband and my best friend, she's like, Oh, Denise, she goes, you know, that DNA was done in 2012. You probably need to redo it. And I'm like, this is, you know, just crazy. So it's 4th of July. We're up at my mom's and I go in there and I go, mom, you know, my DNA test came back and I go, I was just looking at it and it says I'm Jewish. I don't have any Italian in me. And there was a whole bunch of people there. So she 
kind of, she didn't say anything. She goes, that's strange, you know. So, um, but otherwise she didn't flinch. No, like didn't pale no. or anything. Yeah. So August comes around and, um, my brother was taking my parents on like a week cruise with him and his family. And I was watching the dog. So I go over there and I just happen to say, I go, Scott, did you ever do that test, that DNA test? He goes, yeah. And I said, I go, can I see it? I go, because mine says that I don't have Italian in me. He goes, oh, you're just creating drama, you know? And I'm like, no, it really says that I don't, I have, I'm half Jewish. I go, I have no Italian. I have mom, but no Italian. So I go, will you show me? Cause he did 23 and me, but he didn't share his, he didn't mm -hmm. want his didn't want out. public. Right? Yeah. So um, we go up into the office. This is a Monday. We go up in the office and I see he's got the Italian and he's got my mom. And I'm just like, I'm like, Scott, I go, you realize what this means? He goes, oh, Denise, you came out of mom. And I'm like, yeah, I know I came out of mom, but I don't think he's my dad. He goes, Denise, you're just this. Let's just deal with this when I come back. And I go, when you come back, we're going to share information. So this was on a Monday. So Friday comes and um, my cousins were. How did you feel at that point? I, you know, I, in my, I was just thinking that maybe it was wrong, but then I'm like, you know, I don't think it had sunk in yet. Cause I had like my girlfriend telling me, oh, you need to redo it. And I'm like, I'm not gonna redo it. And even my brother, he's messaging me that day on the cruise and he's like, you need to order a DNA test. You need to retake it. Something's wrong with yours, you know, this and that. So I guess the week that day, my mom had seen a text message and she thought it said, um, dad's not my dad. And so she freaked out. And so my brother and his wife were sitting there. Are you sure there's no, could Denise have gotten switched at the hospital? Is there, you know, and she's like, no, no, no. And I guess she was ended up, she was sick the whole week. So <laughs> they came back Friday. I mean, who is, who wouldn't be sick the I know, whole week? really. <laughs> so Friday comes along and I had cousins out and I met them down in Santa Monica. And the one cousin, she's like my dad's first cousin, but we call them aunt and uncle. So she had to give up a baby for adoption. So we're sitting there talking and she goes, yeah, Michael ordered me this DNA kit and, you know, I'd sent away. And she goes, then I have this person come along and says, I'm her cousin. And I'm like, I didn't know you when we were little, so I don't know you now. And I'm like, oh, what is her name? And so she goes digging it up and it's Deborah. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, some either. Deborah is everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, and my husband's away. I'm like two and a half hours away from home and I have the kids in the car and they don't know anything about this. And I'm like, just going crazy. Cause I need to talk to somebody. I didn't tell my the family that about any of this. Cause I wanted, I wasn't going to tell them right then. Yeah. I yeah. needed it's to so, know. Yeah. So I'm like, um, it's fraught. Yeah. <laughs> So I get, I'm, you know, driving home and my husband, I call my husband. He's like, I'm getting on the plane. I'm like, you're not going to believe this. He goes, just let me guess Deborah. Yeah, he did. He did. Cause my, like the week before it was kind of funny. I was, I kept talking about her and my friend goes, why are you so obsessed with Deborah? She goes, will you get over this? You guys have done the DNA test. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. Lisa. I go, it's just bothering me. And so um, I'm calling my brother Friday night and he's not answering. And so Saturday morning comes along and he's not answering. So I'm, I'm like, share your results with me now. I'm like, come on. And so he's still not answering. So I call my nephew. I go, will you please tell your dad to do what he needs to do? So he, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I bet, I bet, I bet yeah. he loved that. Well, I guess my brother had come back that day in Saturday morning and he asked my mom one more time before so he shared and it said we were half siblings and I just like, I couldn't believe it. And then my, I call my brother and he's not even answering the phone and I'm like going crazy. I'm, I start crying. I'm like, what is going on? And so I'm like, we're going over there. My, so my husband comes with me cause my mom watches my brother's kids Thursday and Friday. So we go down there and I walk in, I go, we need to talk. She goes, I don't want to hear Deborah's name one more time. <laughs> And I said, everyone is sick of Deborah. Yeah. I go, this isn't about Deborah. This is about me. 
And she goes, what are you talking about? I go, mom, why did my DNA just come? I go, we, Scott and I are half siblings. She goes, I want to see this. I don't understand what you're saying. And so I see her getting like panicky. And then um, my husband's like, mom, did, is there a chance? And she's like, can you give me a minute? I want to see this. And so then she's looking, I'm trying to show her this and she really doesn't know what she's looking at. And, and he's like, mom, is there a chance? And she goes, yes, there might be a chance. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, I'm like, you're I, this. I'm just in shock because I never, ever expected yeah, this. Yeah, this was just not on even on your radar. No, it wasn't. I mean, it, it, it just wasn't. The only, I mean, when I was a kid, I always asked where my freckles came from because they didn't have freckles. And I'm like, you know, I have freckles. And, you know, I had light, real Those light Jewish skin, freckles. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So um, she blurts out, I was raped. And so then I start really getting upset. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's a darkness. Yeah. And I go in the other room. Had you I even mean, considered that? No. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't have. Yeah. yeah. And she felt like we were, so I go running into the bathroom because like my brother's kids are outside and I'm just like going, oh my God, she was raped. And Bill's like, my husband Bill, he's like, why did you just talk to her like that? He goes, you don't need to talk to her like that. And she's like, you don't need to be here. And he's like, she's my wife. Yes, I need to be here. And you don't need to talk like that. So then I come back out. and Family I'm like, drama. Yeah, I'm like, Bill, stop yelling at her. <laughs> you know, and I'm still sitting here crying hysterically. And um, she goes, I go, I go, she goes, no, I wasn't raped. And I'm like, why would you say you were raped? So she brings me in the other room and she's, hysterical and she's like Denise she goes I swear to you I was not raped and I'm like she goes I just felt like you guys were um you know on top of me you like right too fast too, too fast too furious yeah for her to think. and yeah. I'm just because you know once I heard rape everything else just right. went out the window I'm, I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah I'm like I because you know I'm just like I can't believe that she would that she still had me and you know I'm wondering if in my head I'm thinking if every time she looks at me, is she seeing this guy? Oh, I mean, millions of questions. Yeah. So um, we go in the room, and she's all. Um, she goes, I. She goes. His name was Michael, and it was. She goes. He worked at your uncle's bar. He was a bartender, and one night your aunt wanted to stay with your uncle for a little bit longer and you know da da da, da and it was a one night thing right one thing led to another yeah and i'm just like i'm just floored so sexy then, bartenders i don't know so <laughs> in boston in boston yeah so um i'm just you know, i'm in shock i don't even know what to say but i keep having this rape thing in my head you know and so she's no, he was a gentleman and, you know, told me afterwards that, if, you know, if you end up pregnant, I, I can't marry you. But I'm in, she goes, I don't I'm not pregnant. And she goes, I'm getting married. She, right. You know, so right. she's like, you know, I'm not going to be pregnant. So, you know, so I'm just like so she tells me that she had told my dad about her. Oh, so that let me. So she had told my dad before that she had this one night stand because she didn't want any lies. Okay. She tells me she, they got married, she had had a period, and she didn't think anything of it. And I'm just like, even when I was, I mean, you didn't think anything? Because, I mean, she's like, no. So, you know, I don't know whether to believe her or not. And right, because I mean, there's, right, sure, there's no way to, no. there's just no way to really know. No, because, you know, the only people that know is her, him, and God. I mean, that's it. You know, the people that were there. So, um, I was, so then my dad comes in. He doesn't even know what's going on. He thinks it's about Deborah, and then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I didn't see Deborah, the mystery mom. woman in your life. It, it was just, it's, so, um, I'm like, I told my brother, I said, you need to share your DNA with her. So then my quest at that minute was, I was more concerned about her than I was about myself. Cause I think I was still in shock. Yeah. Well, that might've just been an easier concept. So in my head, I'm going, cause once my, the cousin had matched with her, I'm like, 
either he's covering for somebody because like I said, he, she looked like my uncle's kids. Okay. And my brother and I, we didn't, you know, we have Irish and English, so we didn't really, we didn't look like our cousins from back East, you know? So, um, we looked more like my mom's side of the family. So, um, I was like on this crusade for that, but as far as she told me, my, the only, there was only one other possibility. His name was Michael, didn't have a last name. And your brother is like at work. No, During he was out. He, he was um, he was out doing stuff. Okay, it was but like he a was, Saturday. Okay, yeah. but he was not home. Is the no, point. He, he was not home. home. So this is all happening in his house, but yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, and the kids are outside. He's like at Home Depot. <laughs> We're telling him to go, you know, stay out there. So you know, I went into a separate room. So my dad, we're just like, you know, you need to come clean. <laughs> you know, we're I'm, we're back to Deborah. You need to come clean. And it was just, it was just that day was like all. So I remember, you know, I just went home. And this and was in 2016. This was 2000. When this just happened, it was this past August 2018. So not even a year ago. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Caught up. Just, so this yeah. is this is fresh yeah. for you. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, She's telling me, you know, we'll find him and I'll go with you and I'm going to be right by your side. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I don't know if I even want to meet this person. I go, how do we even know if we're going to find him? I go, you don't even know his last name. She's like, I'm going to call your uncle and, you know, see if he can remember. And I'm, you know, so um, we go home and I'm just like, I had to basically lock my door because we're in like a small place. I got four kids at the house. They can see. I mean, my I was just, sure. I was a mess. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, did your so did your dad that raised you? Did he know at this point? I between you, I mean, at the house when you said he came in, did he? I think I you know he it was all I didn't sleep with her mom. Oh, because he was still, focused on was thinking on this that. was about Deborah, right? And he's okay, got okay. like a hearing problem, so right. you know he can't. We'll be talking about something and. All of a sudden, something comes out of his mouth, and you're like, "What, what conversation are you in?" So I don't—he didn't even realize it. But then, you okay, know, so my mom was trying to tell him. But then, my mom told me while we were in that room, she said, "I seen this text this week, and I went to your." She she said, "Well, in J July, she went to my dad and said Denise's DNA didn't come out with Italian." He goes, "What are you talking about? She acts just like my mother. She has to be mine." And he didn't want to do a DNA test. She goes, we need to do a DNA test. And he thought that she was tricking him because of Deborah. Bar Deborah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. And so. Deborah, call me. <laughs> so, um, so that was July. So this week there on the cruise, she went back to the cruise room, the room and she's like, oh my God, Frank, Scott, you know, something, Scott knows now. And she didn't want to tell my brother anything until she told me first. Okay. So, okay. You know, that's considerate. That makes yeah. sense to me. So I, like I said, I went home. Apparently, when my brother got back, they went upstairs and they were trying to Google this Michael, and nothing was coming up. And I'm just <laughs> Michael, like, yeah, Boston yeah, bartender. Yeah. And um, I'm just like, you need to share your DNA with Deborah. And he didn't want to at first. I'm like, no, you need to do it. And my mom's like, no, just do it because you know, we need to figure this out because obviously either he's covering for somebody because we're like, maybe one of the uncles came down, you know? And so he shared, I called her and I said, Scott's going to share with you. And it came out half siblings. So, uh -huh. yeah. So, um, it, you know, so we're now experiencing somebody coming in and then me looking for this. And my, it, it's just, um, my dad was like, you know, I don't think you need to go find anybody. And I'm like, dad, I, I go, I need to see a picture of this person. You know, I, I need to try. He goes, yeah, but you have your family. And I'm like, I know, you know, but at the time when he's saying this to me, I couldn't even look at my dad for a long time without mm -hmm. crying. Mm -hmm. I was just so sad. And I just felt like I was hurting him, mm -hmm. even though I didn't do anything, but right. I just felt, you know, so my mom actually bought the ancestry kit for me, sent it in. Um, it came back like September 15th, I think. It was a Friday. Mm -hmm. My results came in and um, so I start going in trying to look and I'm looking for a Michael and I'm like on this other side. So I go on the DNA detectives page and 
Okay. And had and had your and your dad still wasn't coming clean, even he, though Scott well, and Deborah came, came out as... and he, she said, "You might as well come clean." And he's like, he's like, "Well, on, you Frank. know, he didn't say anything." So they had gone home, and he, I guess, said to my mom, "Let's go have a drink." And she said, "I'm not going to have a drink with you until you want to tell me the truth." And I guess then he broke down to her and said, "Yeah, I did sleep with her," and you know. But I didn't know about her and he goes I didn't know this you know and he goes I was so afraid of losing you and um, so they okay they've been they're getting ready to celebrate their 50th right and they've been together forever yeah they both had an indiscretion during this two-month break yeah as young people okay I know and they both ended up with pregnancies it's crazy that is kind of yeah. crazy Considering how miraculous a pregnancy is, that's, Mm -hmm. oh boy, oh man, okay. Yeah, so it, he, you know, he had, he, you know, broke down and then he wanted to, when he, they came back the following week and um, he had called me up and he wanted to talk to me. So we went up and we were talking alone and it was just, it was hard. And, you know, he's apologizing, saying this is all my fault and this and that and, my question to him was, what did you do to that DNA test that you took? And he's like, Denise didn't do anything. He goes, your mom and, and Scott were there. I wasn't there, because that's what I was thinking. He did something to the DNA test. But he was, you know, come to find out, um, well, he's a heavy smoker. He had, got, he had a meeting. He had drank, you know, ate and came home, and the test was there. My mom wanted it done, so they did the test. So that's the only thing we can think, because it didn't come back, like, inconclusive or... It just came back, and when you go and you read, you know, they're saying people that smoke heavily or, and you're not supposed to eat Oh, or okay, drink. so smoking can be a thing that messes yeah, up the results? I guess, and well, that's what it says. They don't want you doing anything like a half an hour to whatever before. Oh, oh, oh okay, I didn't Even know just, yeah, when you take, they don't want you to drink anything, eat anything. They want you to, for at least 30 minutes before so you do the test. smoking and eating and just did it. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. So maybe that's, and he hasn't done it again since? No, because Scott came up as right. Right. I mean, doesn't need to. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you know, he he just said to me, he's like, you know, nothing's gonna change. You're still, you're my number one. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know, I still couldn't look at him. It's just like was I don't know. I felt so heartbroken. And my mom and I, we have a, we're a really close family. That's why I just didn't even see this coming. I mean, it was such a shock because they had dated for so long. And it, it was like it was more accepting having her come in than it was with like, with finding out the surprise about myself. It was just um, shock. I mean, yeah, that is left field. Yeah, I was. I just never ever would have thought I wasn't treated any differently. I was loved. I was. I mean, you know. And my mom and I are so close. So this is killing us right now. Mm, I was, was going to ask yeah. you the next. It's hard. My next question was, what's your relationship like with yeah. your mom right now? It's been, we have ups and downs. In the beginning, um, it was just, she would tell, you know, I, you need, there, you need to get over this, and I know how you feel, and I'm like, you need to stop telling me you know how I feel because you don't know how, no, I do, and I'm like, no, you don't, and I'm like, I I couldn't. Maybe if she knew how you felt, she wouldn't suggest you get over it. Yeah. Well, she knew. I mean, it's. I don't even know. I don't know. It just, you know, it. it I didn't. I don't even think I talked to her, because usually we talk a couple times a day and we see each other every week. And I had to like back away, and then, um, but it didn't last for long because I can't, you know. My brother was like, you know, Denise, they're older and, you know, we don't know how long they have. And then he was like, I wish this would have happened to me. And I'm like, well, that wouldn't have been good because they were married when they had you, (laughs) you know, so. um, Thanks, but no thanks, Scott. He goes, I could have handled it better. And I'm like, I go, you say that, but you don't really know how this feels. I felt like, you know, my, I, but I didn't have any feelings towards this Michael, Mm -hmm. none. And I, I, you know, I don't feel. Your identity has been whipped out, but the replacement there's no like replacement with him or longing yeah I didn't have a I just wanted to see his picture and um, it I still don't have I don't even think I think because I had such a great dad that I'm not missing that whereas 
Deborah didn't have a father figure growing up, mm -hmm. and her mom was, you know, in the beginning wasn't so great. So, um, you know, I think that's why I don't feel this towards okay. him. But plus what I found, well, come to find out, I'm looking for a Michael, and that's not even his name. <laughs> Yeah. Mom. Well, I, I was looking in the wrong direction for this Michael because, you know, I wanted to see it. And um, so I got a search angel to help me. And like within 24 hours, she had my she had me matching with this Ingle family. And I'm like, Mom, are you sure his name was Michael? I, she had, I called her like three times and asked her. She's like, Will you? yes, his name was Michael. So my search angel's like, you need to order the death records because there's only one Michael that I'm finding. So I had a second cousin pop up and I was afraid, he was an attorney and I was afraid to message him, but I did on that Sunday. And um, I was getting ready to order the death certificates of this, of one of the, the women in that section that could have, they had, they had remarried and had a son named Michael. So, and, um, he, I go, I, I, I just messaged him saying, I think, you know, we might be related through Michael. And he goes, well, can you tell me more details? So I'm telling him 1969 in Revere Beach at a bar. He goes, well, I was too young for the establishments then. He goes, but I did have a cousin named Michael, but his real, his legal name is Myron. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so maybe not so far off that she would remember Michael. Yeah. Cause, but he went by Michael. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. You're forgiven mom. Yeah. So, um, I'm like, is he alive? He's like, no, he passed away in 2007. And, um, I go, do you have any pictures of him? Cause I, I just want to see a picture. And he's like, if I find any, then I'll let you know. So later that Monday, all of a sudden I get a message from if this is the person that talked to so-and-so, um, I'm Michael's son. So we met, we're messaging and he lives in Japan and um, he, um, he's messaging me and then he wanted to talk to me. So we just like did a Facebook talk with and he's telling me and he's like, I hope there's no tears there. He goes, you know, he wasn't that great, you know, and I'm like, he wasn't in our, my life. and. We have an older brother and sister, but I didn't know about them until 2016. That's what so, he's saying? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So there's two older siblings, and then I would be his third, and then Michael's the, the, the fourth, the youngest. Okay, so he was active. Yeah. He was active as a bartender mm -hmm. on the beach. I guess, yeah. And I guess, like, the family, they keep secrets and, you know, and basically everybody on that side's kind of gone that would have any answers. So hmm. I've been talking to Michael and my half-brother. His results came in, um, I think it was like right before Thanksgiving. And it was so funny because when it came in, because this other person I was waiting for the death certificate. Right. Um, you know, my search, she had everything, like everybody's Facebook profile. And it was like, she was the, F I'm like, how did you get all this? It's yeah, like, yeah, oh man. So I'm looking and there was this picture of this little girl and she looked like me when I was younger. And then two of his grandsons looked like two of my boys. And I'm like, this has to be him. And I was kind of hoping for that one because I'm listening to this, you know, and I'm like, oh, and I right. just, you know, I would have liked him to hear him that he was, you know, I mean, I can't say because I don't know him and I have, I never met him and I'm just hearing from him and I don't have contact with the other two siblings. The one, the older brother, the first one, he lives actually in Hollywood, like he's a hour away from me. And um, he finally just- One of your, one of your siblings. Yeah, half okay. siblings. Half siblings yeah. from this, okay. Yeah, from the biological father, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from Myron. I call him Myron. I don't refer to him as my, I can't, I just don't, I, I you know, I don't I have mean, feelings. it's different for every single person. Yeah, yeah. it is. Because I, you know, and then I sit here and should I be having feelings? And I'm like, I just don't. I don't. So. Um, I don't think there's any shoulds. I know. So, you know, it's, it's been, it's been difficult, but I'm trying to take it as the blessing is, is that I've met Michael. He's excited. He's coming out in June. From Japan? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to come this summer, but now because of this, he's coming. 
And um, did he grow up in the Boston area? He grew up in Boston, and then he graduated and moved there like when he was 22. He just left because he was like shipped around from house to house and um, from family to family. So he he only lived with um, Myron for about three years. Okay, so he wasn't close with him no. either. Mm -mm. Interesting. No. So that's what I'm saying. It's like I got really lucky, really lucky how I was raised. Yeah. So. Wow, you don't even know until mm -hmm. you see all the other possibilities. Yeah. Because the other two don't, they like when he passed away, they didn't even go to the funeral. And that's like when Michael found out. But the Jewish side of the family, they were prejudiced because Michael's half black. So that was a big thing because everybody in that family only dated Jewish people and apparently Myron was equal opportunity. <laughs> so, okay. you know, he didn't, he didn't keep it. And when you look at a picture of him, he looks like this, like an Italian bad boy. He does it, you know. Myron does? Yeah, he does. Hopefully. He does. And then I look at him and I was like looking at their pictures and there's like, I have no, re I don't resemble them at all. Huh. So, but so when no I got, answer to the freckles. Yeah. When I got that DNA back and it said that we were, you know, siblings, the first person I want to talk to was my dad. So I went over and talked to my dad and we had like a talk for over an hour. And then like, that's when I realized that, you know what, he's fine. He just wants me to be fine. Mm -hmm. You know, like we were always like huggy, feely type, but like when this first happened, I could just, even now when they hug me, like they just like, I, they don't, they don't let go for a while, you know? So, yeah, I think it's really scary for the parents, re yeah. regardless of their personal, whatever their story is from a, from a secrecy place or a shame place, or I think that, I think that their fears that they're going to lose their kid is, I think that's really real. I don't know. I would like some parents to come talk to me, but I think that's yeah. the, the fear is that you're going to. Probably. I mean, just I don't know. Like, well, I just, I'm in Myron's family now. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, no, they're none of them. They don't. None of like everybody's gone. And um, obviously with Michael, he's, you know, just turned 46 and he just found out about the other two to, you know, when they, you know, it's so secret, secret, secret. So many secrets. Yeah. And it just blows open your understanding of family on so many, like, I keep saying that I've said this so many times today, but like on so many levels, like, I don't know how to, it's just, it's just tangled and layered and your understanding of what family means. Mm -hmm. No matter, I think, I think no matter what you think you believe, it gets pretty shattered. Yeah. I mean, cause you know, you don't expect, especially like I, my parents, they had, they still have, they have such a great relationship. And I never seen anything that would like, you know, I just, you know, you, and you look up to them because then I, you know, I go back from, I don't hate my mom. I don't, I'm, I'm disappointed. I feel like she, when I went to her and said that in July, I feel like she had opportunities to come to me, but I don't think she, I don't know. She obviously, you know. Right. And think about how many years it had been. And. I don't know. I like to. Th I mean, I like to think that I would handle it differently, but I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's like with my husband being adopted. His mom, you know, never wanted to tell him anything about. Wouldn't tell us anything about the adoption, this and that. And like we had a little health issues in the beginning with my daughter, and um, I like we'd go to her and beg her, and she wouldn't say anything. But this whole time, I thought, oh well, I know my half, you know. And now I know, I know a quarter and now, you know, what I'm finding out isn't so great. So now I'm like, I'm telling my husband, I'm like, I, you need it. He goes, I'm not doing this. DNA. You know, Your husband's like, no, um, he's like, I can't. He goes, any example of what can happen. I would rather not participate. Well, he's so funny because he's come to our meetings because it was, he's come to the side group meetings uh -huh, that we have uh -huh. with our MPE. And, um, it was funny because I was, I had never watch like those morning shows and I turned on the TV and it was, um, I think it was, is it good morning? It wasn't good morning. I can't think of which one it was, but, and this was on, Catherine was on there. So I was like, Oh, so then that's when I, you know, so he just realized like on our 
second meeting that he wasn't an NPE, I go, no, you know that you were adopted. <laughs> He's like, oh, I thought I was NPE no. also. But him, it's when it's a surprise. Yeah. That's the element. Because right. I try to tell him, I go, Bill, you knew that you were adopted. I didn't know this. This is different. And right. He's like, well, it really is. And I'm like, yeah, but it is. But with him, he's been really supportive. And with him going to the meetings and stuff, he hears like everyone else talking and you know how we feel. And so that's been That's great. Good. Yeah, yeah that's is. probably something more partners yeah. could do. I don't want to say yeah. what anyone should do, but yeah. hmm, you to something to think it. about. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. I mean, you know, have bad times. I mean, the holidays were really bad. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> We had stuff that popped up that wasn't good, so, um, you know, and then that's when my emotions go, and I just, I had to tell my family, I'm like, look, if I'm emotional, just let me be emotional, and I have to deal with it my way. If I'm not bothering anybody, then it shouldn't affect you, right? <laughs> so, that's what, that was something my friend, she goes, you don't have to explain to anybody how you feel. I go, I don't even know what I'm trying to explain. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't know either how I know, I'm trying to how I goes, feel. You don't have to tell anybody what, how to, you know. I'm like, but I feel, I go, I don't even know what I'm trying to explain. She's like, you don't owe anybody an explanation. And that, like, really helped. And then I, like, relayed that message to my mom. And then it seemed like, you know, everything was good. And then, you know, just, we weren't, I haven't told everybody yet. I've only told a certain amount of friends. But I know when, um, because Deborah came in, she came out in September and met the family. And then they came, her, she came back in, for Thanksgiving. Um, Man, so she's in the mix. Of course, I mean, of course, mm -hmm. she's been a part of this podcast the whole time. But, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so she, she's still in the mix. So there is like, it's almost like... Um, overlapping circles like or mm -hmm. something of like you're going through your experience and your discovery she's going through her discovery mm -hmm. and your parents are going through a discovery yeah. and then your brother mm -hmm. is also having his own experience of of and we're all at different learning about yeah, and who his parents different really are levels so it's like you know we're all experiencing different things so you know when i see other people writing or whatever like about how when they see the family their biological family in pictures then i'm like oh she probably feels like this but then you know i had to actually tell her i needed to take a step back from her that makes sense I to me to go through my stuff and um and she knows now that her journey like her her adventure like exposed yours well i i had said to her I go, you know, because I feel like an idiot that I didn't open this up in 2012 because I could have solved this way back then, you know, for her. And um, I go, why didn't you tell me? I go, you know, I had to go back into emails and like read what was written. And I was like, how did I miss this? But I had, like I said, I had had many surgeries. Like right when she had contacted me in 2009, I just had a knee replacement and I got, you know, I wasn't doing well. Well, like life is still happening yeah. during all of this. That has been my experience is like, uh, life is still happening. You can't just stop everything. Yeah. So far, I have not been able to stop anything. To to refocus everything, every, you can't stop any, anything to refocus everything onto, mm -hmm. onto this, this new chapter that you weren't even asking for. Right. Um, yeah, and you have your fam you have family, you have kids, you mm -hmm. have your life, you have your job. Like it, yeah. Um, yeah, I really like relate to feeling set like in your ways. I don't know that I can. Yeah. I mean, it sounds maybe it sounds um, flippant, but it's like almost I don't have time right now. Yeah, I mean, I I've had well, you know, they we we were having this like big Thanksgiving, and we were over like the night before at my brother's and her and my sister-in-law start talking about the DNA test, right? And we're still fresh. And we, I didn't want this brought up because I had to, well, my brother didn't want to tell the kids. And my, my mom was worried that my kids were going to think of them differently. I'm like, you're still, and I was so upset. I had to tell my kid, my friends all, Denise, you need to tell them because if they hear this, you know, on the side, then, well, they were like devastated. Your kids were? Mm -hmm. oh. They were devastated because they, I, you know, I, had to tell them about her coming in and then this happening to me and they were like he's not my grampy and I'm like he's is your grampy 
I go, he is, he's my dad. He is your grandpa. Nothing's going to change. And, you know, so my brother has six, I have four. So he told his three, oh, I just said, I have to tell my kids and you know, our kids are going to talk. So you need to let your kids know. So the three younger ones don't know about me, but then, you know, then the questions come like his nine-year-old, how did all of a sudden we get another aunt? And it's mm -hmm. like, oh, well, she lived in another state. So, you know, and, and they're like confused. So they're really going to be confused when they see um, my brother come out. Right. So, you know. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, okay. so it's, you know, it's been, it's been hard. But I had, like I said, I had to take a step back. And there's been, like, a couple things. I don't think Deborah means it. But, like, she even asked me if I was, one time she asked me if I was going to change my name. And I said, change my name to what? And she said, your mom's maiden name. I go, well, why would I do that? And that really upset me. Mm -hmm. I was like. Yeah, I told So I told my I see those yeah. discussions. And I'm like, I, and that seems, um. I also am sensitive to that idea. Well, because I was, well, she said my mom's maiden name. I was like, you know, wait a second. No, I, my, you know, is my last name and I'm not changing it. Because if, if she would ask me if I was going to, then I would be like, you know, but that, and so I'm telling my mom and they kind of got upset about that. And I just said, okay, well, if there's any more of these mishaps, then I'm done. I go, you guys can have your relationship. I don't need to be involved. I go, because to me, I feel like I'm being like, like, I feel like I took away her life, even though her mother, if she knew, or I don't think she really knew who the father was in the beginning, but she could have put him on the birth certificate. You know what I mean? The state could have went after him. I mean, they could have found, if, you know, there could have been so something. You feel like it affected Deborah's life? That's what you're saying? Well, I feel like, because I know when she came out and she seen our family the first time, she was like, this is the family I always dreamt oh. of. Oh, and that's so, hard. Yeah, so I feel, I feel guilty. It's like the other day I was posting a picture. You feel guilty just from 2012? I just feel guilty for the whole thing because of thing. how she grew up and like didn't know my dad, you know, as a kid mm -hmm. and didn't have that experience, didn't have a male in her life, you know, didn't have a dad. And so that makes me feel bad. It's just like listening to Michael's story. I feel bad for mm -hmm. him, you know, and that's just my nature. But, um, I just felt like just some of these things that have been said from her, I just feel like almost like, I don't know. It's pro I'm just very sensitive, I guess, but I feel like, I don't know if I'm getting like, if it's like a, a sarcastic remark that she's making or she's trying to be sly because we always really got along. And now it's like, I'm very like reserved now with her. Mm -hmm. So, cause I, I had to just take my step back. Yeah. Well, I think that's something that, that it has to be said that people like everyone, it seems like, like all the people that come into these situations, like you're all, or we all are all really different people mm -hmm. with really different understandings of what is okay and what is not okay. And what is, an okay thing to ask or what, well, it, what, it what makes perfect sense, for this. right? What's, you know, <laughs> lots of people are discussing the name change thing, um, which just didn't even occur to me. And, no. you know, but like, I, but there's some people that's like the first thing they think of. So yeah. you just have to remember that, like, I don't know, everybody's coming from different walks of life. Exactly. It's so well, she, she, um, diverse. Yeah. She, um, actually because she goes by her mom's name and she because she's not married but she has a son and a partner and um so she put all of a sudden you seen deborah that was weird seeing that like she put it in her facebook thing she changed her last name just on facebook she has okay. deborah then her last name her one that she was given but it just it's kind of weird to see so for her it was like maybe completing a missing piece oh definitely because she had been searching for like forever. since she was eight yeah mom told her when she was 18 apparently she had come to the house when we were 18 when she was 18 oh wow and so but nothing like it never was pursued because in my head i was like oh dad if this test would have just came out i would have never have had to know but you know but i mean that's why i say my blessing is having Michael and, you know, I guess, you know, I have to, and my kids, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that. You know, I wouldn't have my family. Right. No, I wouldn't absolutely. trade my kids in for the world. So.
you know, they're, they're just having, you know, it's just, it's hard because we're seeing it from all aspects. So when I listen to somebody going in and not having a good experience, like I can see, you know, but it's like, you know, it's like what you said that everybody's different and, you know, we've all been raised differently and, you know, it's just, it's, it's different. So for you, because you're still pretty fresh in yeah. this, um, less than a year, what, do you feel like there was a, there, there is advice that you would give somebody that just found out or something that you wish someone had said to you? I just think that my biggest thing that I've learned from this is that you need to take a step back first before and really, I mean, I'm still processing, but I feel like you need to take a step back and like think before you just go react. But I would have, I mean, I would have liked my mom to have come to me. You know, that's just the whole big disappointment. I, I just think people need to be aware when they take this DNA test, because like I didn't take it for fun, so. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you didn't even I mean? take it for fun. No, I didn't. I did it to help her move on. Oh my God, your surprise was like. Yeah. You didn't even, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wild. Yeah. Wow. That is so interesting. Okay. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing the story. You're I really welcome. hope, I mean, I, I actually know that it will help people, but um, yeah. And I also really hope for you that you, especially with your relationship with your mom, gets more um, peaceful yeah, for you been. that you, with time, that yeah. you guys find, find a place, um, find a place in the middle. But yeah, not, not a single story has been the same. And you, you win today, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's not a contest, well, guys. Yeah, it's I don't want to win. <laughs> but really interesting. Okay, so I'm going to turn this off. Okay. So did you guys follow that? Even though Denise talked to me, sounded so calm. Uh, both her parents cheated on each other at the same time. And both of those experiences created pregnancies. There's so much to unpack right there. Um, I just thought Denise was so sweet and brave to tell her story. Um, and one cool thing that happened that came out of the interview is that Denise told her newfound brother, Michael, the one who lives in Japan, about this podcast. Um, and I got some message from, messages from him on Instagram. So she contacted him and then he contacted me. So now I have a face to that name. Um, and they have both promised to keep me up to date about their visits and what develops with their new, their sort of new sibling ship. He's coming out to visit from Japan. So, um... Yeah, so we'll see. I hope I hope that they let me know how it all goes and uh that we can kind of continue to to stay in touch and and uh and follow this new adventure that nobody asked for. <laughs> um but uh yeah, I was just so grateful that Denise was so honest about all the ways that she's felt over the past year and I think that she really hit on something when she talks about the roller coaster of the experience and I think that the most important advice that she had for anyone was to take your time. The shock of it can really inspire some impulsive decisions um, and actions, guys. And I just cannot emphasize enough how many times I've seen that happen um, with negative results or results that, are, that just were just unnecessary, maybe, if you had just taken a minute and paused before sending an email or making a phone call or making a decision or telling certain people um, or acting on, on anger or grief or fear. So um, that's just something I, I just want to really echo Denise's sentiment that taking your time um, to process this could not be, um, could not be a better mandate or a better, a better suggestion. Um, for me personally, it's been over a year and I'm still crawling through this at a snail's pace. Uh, and there might be consequences to that, but this is how like I'm comfortable processing this. Um, this, uh, I want another word other than experience, like kaleidoscopic mind fuck. <laughs> Can I call it that? Um, anyway, that was episode six, everybody. Uh, if you have got anything to say or a story to tell me, email me, eve at everythingsrelativepodcast.com. 
Uh, you can keep in touch social media, you know, um, at everything's relative dot, uh, not dot com at everything's relative podcast. Uh, that's our, my, uh, Instagram and that's our Facebook. Um, I hope your 4th of July was as fun yesterday as I am hoping mine will be for me tomorrow. Uh, okay. Join us for two weeks. No, join us in two weeks for episode seven and I will see you later. Bye. Everything's Relative with Eve Sturgis is produced by Kaylin Egan and Eve Sturgis. Eve Sturgis is a licensed marriage and family therapist in the state of California, but the conversations she has on the podcast are not therapy sessions. Logo design by Ivy McNally and music used with permission by Goodbye the Band. <laughs>